The following episode of Olympus Radio contains strong language for any listeners under 13. Listener discretion is advised. I have blood of the eldest gods, shall reach 16 against all odds, and see the world in endless sleep. The hero soul and cursed blade shall reap, a single choice shall end his days, Olympus to preserve or raise. So I'm going to try to find this guy's wife. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, like, he has this vision, this, like, lotus flower vision. Yeah. That his wife, who was missing for years, like, was feeding a baby Cyclops. <laughs> God, yeah. God damn. And so I go, and it says... Uh, a whole baby. A whole Cyclops baby. And I go, and it ends up being this giant dude with an eye patch. An eye patch? An eye patch. He doesn't need... He has two eyes. Right. Oh, First shit. of all, it's not, but it's Polyphemos. I can't believe in he's Assassin's actually, Creed. I can't believe he's actually in that fucking game. Yeah, and it's he's not even actually a Cyclops. He just has a, a patch. <laughs> there is a Cyclops in the game. And yeah, because I remember last week you told me it, so I thought that was Polyphemos because the way you were describing it, but nah. No, it's no. just a badass Cyclops. Okay. Not just that. <laughs> Medusa's in it. Really? Yeah. The Sphinx is in it. Oh hell yeah. The Minotaur is in it. Okay, they're kind of like... And there's one more, and I can't remember what it is, but... Well, these are very popular mytho- mythical creatures, though. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense if we're in it, though. But that is lit. You know, I never played Assassin's Creed, not once, ever. I played the first two. I never. This ever, one, ever. Assassin's Creed Odyssey? I know, it looks legit. I'm here for it. Yo. I'm here for it. Yo. All right, everyone. My name is Lucas, son of Hermes. And my name is Haley, daughter of Aphrodite. And welcome to Olympus Radio, <laughs> episode twelve. Lucas is always worried about what what I'm actually going to say. Yeah, I was ready. Part. Yeah, he was. I was ready. Yeah. He's All right. To... Welcome, welcome, guys. Yeah, this is what episode twelve, right? Yeah. Yeah, twelve. What's the chapter called? The chapter is called "We Get Advice from a Poodle," and guess what? Much to both of our joy. Oh. This very chapter much joy. is nine pages long. Very short episode, very short chapter, so... And guess what else, people? No mythology breakdown, so it's even shorter. A sweet, sweet episode. Sensational, soft. Luscious. Boom. All but, those words. But no, <laughs> but no reason not to listen to this awesome episode at the same time. Awesome. Yeah. Because it's awesome. I said that word twice. Awesome. I know what I Because everything is awesome. <laughs> no. Everything is cool no. when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome. <laughs> but before we start, I have some more updates today. Um, last week we t- we spoke about well, I spoke about the show that's coming up on Netflix. It's called Kyle's. But the article that I was reading didn't really explain. It sounded like you said Kyle's. Oh, I, I did it again, didn't I? Yeah. It's called Chaos. It's just we. It's it's spelled it's spelled diff um weird. It's yeah. spelled um K A O S. Yeah. I keep saying Kyle's. It's my Spanish. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. It is okay. Okay, but I read this article that basically gave it a more extensive detail about what the show is going to be about. So basically, like this show is this show is gender bending series Ooh. that puts a modern twist on Greek and Roman mythology, exploring the theme of gender politics, power, and life in the underworld. 
Wait, life in the underworld? Oh, I don't know what is about to be, but I basically what the article is saying that the show is going to have Greek and Roman mythology, but it's going to be in the modern days. Like we're talking about modern day gods. Okay. Like in clothes. Almost like, like Percy that. Jackson. Yes. Yes, but I want to see the style, the fashion. I want to see what's. Well, yeah. And then the whole underworld thing. It's like, mm, okay. Yeah. What are we? What, it's what like, are we gonna? To are we gonna me? be chilling with Persephone in her garden? Like. I'm here for it. I'm here for Persephone. Oh, hell yeah! Mm-hmm. I'm here for Hades. She's the baddest wife. She, in my opinion, <laughs> because. Not Hera. No, she's. Hum, she's a, she's a psychopath. She's a sociopath. <laughs> this this woman. Is not to be played with. No. You ever heard of like people getting tricked by genies? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Like she's worse. <laughs> My question about the show Chaos: What's it going to be available on? What's it coming out on? Netflix. Okay. Netflix, but we don't know because they've been saying that since 2018, and it's been two years later. Like we're about to hit. We're about to finish 2020, and you know, mind you, due to COVID-19, a lot of stuff, a lot of productions is being pushed back, including, like, currently today, stuff that was supposed to come out in September and October are now being pushed back to December. I heard Wonder Woman's being pushed back. Mm -hmm. And so is um, Black Widow and a lot of other productions. It's a sad day. It's not about them. It's about the Jackson. It is about Miss Jackson. She is for real. Oh my God, yes. All right, that was awesome. <laughs> that was really awesome. All right, so we're going to start. But before we start our, um, I wasn't say mythology breakdown. Yeah, no. no. What, before we start our chapter summary, what happened? A recap of chapter 11. They met Medusa. Medusa is a sad character. And then they beat her. Percy cut off her head, just like Perseus of yore. That, I, I, I told you that we had to condense. <laughs> Damn, that no. was condensed. Well, I mean, okay. No, no, it's basically and Annabeth, pretty much self-explanatory. Annabeth ex- uh, collapsed with exhaustion afterwards after doing nothing but handing him a glass ball. Damn, I can, L- okay. my opinion. Let let me let me. I just want to say this right now. I don't hate Annabeth. No, I just hate her attitude. I hate her attitude, especially at the beginning. Because don't get it twisted. And in the second book and in the third book, we know. Book. Yeah, we, we know. That both me and Haley both know that the trio is not to be fucked with. No. Annabeth Grover and Percy are not to be fucked with. They're the trio. Yeah. However, it doesn't mean they get away with acting like bitch assness. Exactly. It's like they're not they're not perfect. They have their issues. Yeah, and we're here to air that. Or yeah, we're gonna bring talk it to light. It. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it because I'm not just gonna assume that like Persebeth is just perfect because they're not. They're not. Yeah, I'm using <laughs> their the ship, ship names name. are so disgusting. But go ahead. <laughs> because Annabeth has a lot of problems, and I'm not saying that a like lot she of psychological problems. No, I'm not saying that no, she's crazy. No, not, yeah, no, she has a lot of trauma. Yeah, and trauma. it's like a lot of stuff to get through. I understand all that, but I, it's not like I'm not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, but like a lot of the stuff that she's been doing so far is unnecessary mm-hmm. absolutely and we're so. here to clock that tea but yeah that was essentially the re- they they end up oh percy also sent a, a medusa head to uh olympus that's how the Hermes chapter Express. ends yes yeah. pretty salty and he has all right to be yeah he has all right to be upset with these gods because they are a-holes yeah they are really really not good parents yeah they're not great 
They're not GR8. Family Court is going to have a field day today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with all further ado, let's dive in. Um, For those of you that read this chapter, you know where we at. And for those of you that are joining us for the first time, welcome. I miss the easy listening voice. I know, but if I give it to them too much, it's going to turn into like one of those late night talk shows. That's what she said. <laughs> she did. She did say that. <laughs> okay, so... In chapter 12, we get advice from a poodle. So basically, pretty much, like, the gang is literally camping out in the woods. 100 yards from the main road, but chilling and pretty much feeling miserable as hell. Because they just finished fighting Medusa. And getting their, almost getting their ass kicked. Axe. <laughs> almost getting their asses kicked. But, like you said. Everybody's exhausted, including Annabeth, that didn't do nothing. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> they took blankets, food from Annie Ams, or at this point, Medusa, from, for the night. They didn't light a fire, fearing that they would attract even more monsters, like the Furies and Medusa. So they were like, bump that. So they all took turns sleeping, making per you know Percy being the first watch. Yeah. And so as soon as... Annabeth hit the ground. She was like, I'm out. And she was out. She was out cold. She didn't bat an eye. The minute he's like, I'll take first watch, she was like, okay, girl, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Grover, however, though, like, he settled down. He settled down as well next to Percy, but he had like, you know, I guess it it didn't really describe it in the book, but in my understanding, he was having a tough time sleeping or he didn't want to go to sleep. He was being reluctant. Yeah. Was he in a tree? Yes, okay. he was. He has settled down near, near the bark and basically staring into the night sky and said, like, you know, Percy, this makes me sad. And Percy's like, what? Like, he's basically making fun of him. Like, what do you mean? What makes you sad? I forgot what he says in the book. Uh, I think it's something like, uh, you having to go on this stupid quest with me or something Yes, like yeah. yes. Thank you. You're oh welcome. my God. Thank you. I got your back. That's why we host together. <sighs> All right. <laughs> and then he, you know, he rebuttaled back. He's like, no, dude, not that. Him pointing at all the garbage is like, you humans really pretty much like clogged up this whole planet. Which, you know? yes, we do. Yeah, we do. And then he even goes on saying that, yes, like even the stars, you can't even see the stars anymore because you guys have polluted the skies. And here comes Percy. Being like sarcastic as hell, like, hey, so what? Like, I'm guessing that you're an environmentalist. So he's like, wow, my brother, I'm being serious. Right. <laughs> like, so he corrects him and basically tells Percy that, yeah, I am basically because you guys have been clogging up this world for a long time. And at the rate it was going, like, he, Grower basically told him, like, I will never find Pan. And then. <laughs> Percy mistook him because he said Pam, like the cooking spray. He's like, no, bro, Pan, the god, the the wilderness god or the wildless god or the, the wilderness. The god of the, uh, the god of the wild. Boom. Boom. Not Pam from The Office. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pam, Pam. <laughs> but like he corrects him and basically tells Percy that the reason why he wants his license, his social... His social license is to find Pan. And so Percy's like, okay, so then tell me about the search. You know, so he does. Grover does tell him. And he basically tells him that, you know, the god of the wild 
disappeared basically 2,000 years ago. And a sailor heard a mysterious voice saying that, you know, the great god Pan has died. So pretty much humans wreaked havoc on the earth, um, you know. But to satyrs, they never believed that to be true. So that's like that whole searcher license. So every every generation, him him telling Percy, Grover telling Percy, like every generation, satyrs, like the bravest satyrs pledged their life to go on this quest to go find the, you know, the pan god. The pan god. Yeah, because I was about to say pan. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your head now. Yeah, the, the wilderness god, pan. So Percy replies to him, is like basically telling him like, also, this is the reason why you want to be a searcher. And then, you know, Grover's like, yo, it's my life. It's my life. My dad was a searcher and my uncle Ferdinand. Like, he basically tells, like points at the statue. He's like, remember that statue back there? Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, like, Percy feels sad for a slight moment. He's like, man, I'm really sorry about your uncle. He's like, no, no, no. He knew the risk. So did my dad. Like, but the difference between me and the rest of the satyrs this is him telling him in the books, like, I'm going to succeed. I'm going to be the first satyr to actually find him. And then Percy's like, the, whoa, the, the first? And he's like, yeah, yeah, basically. Because when satyrs go on these quests, they disappeared and they never, they never found them. They never are found again. So he's like, yeah, you know, in his chipper voice, like, it's a casual thing because to them it's like, it's a thing. Yeah, it's just like normal for them. Yo. <laughs> and then Percy's like, and not once in 2,000 years, no one has seen not one satyr? He's like, no, no. He's like, and your dad, like, you don't know what happened to him? Like, no, no, absolutely not, no. And he's like, and you still want to go find this guy? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's sure. my life. Yeah, sure. What's the problem? <laughs> And he basically tells him, like, and I'm going to read from the chapter. He tells him, like, I have to believe that, Percy. Every searcher does. It's the only thing that keeps us from despair. When we look at what humans have done to the world, I have to believe Pan can still be awakened. So, you know, he's like, all right, that's... In Percy's mind, he's like, man, that's pretty crazy to throw your life on a youth on a hopeless quest. But then again, he starts thinking, like, Am I doing the same thing mm. with the underworld and my mom in Hades, disregarding the whole main quest to go save my mom? And then Percy asking him tells him like, "Okay, so what chances do we have with Medu- like Medusa, with the gods and the underworld and stuff?" So and then he's like, "I don't know, but back at Medusa's when you were searching at her office, like freaking Annabeth was telling me," and then. Percy cuts him off and basically says, oh, oh, okay, yeah, because I forgot. Annabeth always has a plan. She's going to have a plan ready. So this is where Grover is like, all right, pal, I know she can be a, you know, be at TCH sometimes, but don't be so hard on her, you know? And this is where we find a little bit more about his backstory that's intertwined with Annabeth. Mm-hmm. So he's basically like, it's, it's, don't be hard on her, you know? She had a tough life. She's like, but she is a good person, you know? And... After all, she did forgive him, forgave him. And Percy's like, what do you mean forgave you? Like, forgive you for what? And that's when he basically puts two and two together. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. You had your first your first searcher's quest or whatever? How, how do you say that in the book? Oh, I forget, actually. Like, uh, protector. Yes, your first, uh, your protector assignment was five years ago. And then he's like, at the same time, he also tells him, like, Annabeth, 
has been in this camp for five years, too. Wait a minute. He's connecting dots like Charlie Day. What? <laughs> or Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so he's basically like, and this is, once again, we get to see his intuitive mind at work. Mm-hmm. Percy is not smart. He is not delusional. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Percy is smart. He's not dumb. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and he's not like, okay, we go back to Harry Potter because it plays into the narrative. Harry Potter is oblivious to half, no, to almost everything that goes on in that Harry Potter series. He's very, like, he's very single-minded. Mm-hmm. Whereas the contrast with Percy Jackson, Percy does not literally skip a beat no. to be like, oh, wait a minute, I caught that from the minute you enter this door, girl. <laughs> so that's like, okay, here is, here is it. Here it is. Another point to put out. Percy's putting two and two together. So yeah. he's like, yeah, so, oh my God, you're the actual, she was your first assignment. So he's like, I don't want to talk about it that much. And, like, he basically gave a gesture, like, in the book it's described, like, him, his lower lip quivering, like, looked like he was about to cry. So Percy let it go. Like, he was like, all right, I'm not going to press on. It's like, damn. Yeah. You sensitive too now. You sensitive too much right now. But then he basically goes back to what he was actually saying originally. He's like, so like I was saying, back at Medusa's um, shop, when we were looking through stuff, Annabeth had told him that there's something strange about this quest. Something's not adding up about this quest. And then Percy quickly is like, yeah, no, duh. Like, I'm getting blamed from stealing a thunderbolt. And he's like, no, it's not just that, bro. It's... The Furies, or you don't, you know, you can't say names. So he's like, he switches it up. Like, it's the kindly ones. It's Medusa. Like, me and Annabeth both agreed, like, they're holding back. Like, he starts, he starts pointing out a lot of stuff to Percy. He's like, why did they wait forever to kill you? You know? And back at the bus, they could have done much worse than, than what they were doing. They were screeching, telling Percy, like, where is it? Where is it at? And Percy's like, yeah, they're, they're looking for me. And that basically where my chapter ends. But you could see how Grover starts telling him, like, no, wait. This is why we're just, we're taking a leap back. Because Annabeth and Grover are like, hmm. Yeah. Something, something smells real fishy. Yeah. Mm. But I digress. And it's not Percy because he's the son of Poseidon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, what happens next? All right. So, directly in the middle of that conversation, picking up where you put it down, Grover, like, he just really isn't convinced that they were really asking about Percy because he's like, no, dude, they asked, where is it? Like, it specifically yes. talking about, like, an object. Mm-hmm. And Percy thinks that really doesn't make much sense. And they both kind of play around with the idea that. They really misunderstood something about this quest, which is really unfortunate because they have nine days to get all of this done. And if they've misunderstood something, the consequences could be dire. But I'm happy that they caught this on day one. Yeah. Day one. Can we talk about that for a second? Like, literally, he was just (laughs) given the quest that morning. He just visited the Oracle that That morning. That afternoon, they left. (laughs) And then the Furies and Medusa. So, yo. (laughs) But, oh, man. But, like, I mean, nine days is longer than, was it, Jason, Piper, and Leo got in their first quest. I think they had four days. It was, like, five days. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, full work week. Yeah. 
That's it. Oh, yeah. That's it. Like, that's a shame. I think Rick Rodin was like, no, we gotta go. High stakes. I think that's why I like the second series better because of the fast pace it goes. It starts off Because it's like, you already know all the characters, so we can just go ham <laughs> and just go for it. So then Percy decides, because he's been thinking about it, like you mentioned in the chapter, that it's time to come clean about why he went on the quest to begin with. He really just wants, he tells Grover he just wants to get his mom from the underworld. And Grover's like, uh, duh. You idiot. Yeah, like, like why do you think we're on this quest been, with you? You've been asking not so subtle questions about the underworld since you woke up in the big house that day. <laughs> like, <laughs> For real. Literally, like, we know. But, okay, we both know why, you know, you're yeah. on this. You, another reason why you're on this quest. Yeah. And Percy's like, it's not because of my dad. I don't love my dad. Oh. Shut up. And then Grover's like, uh, okay. Exactly. Sure. Okay, that, Susan. It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, that was just a little too much. It's like, literally, like, so we wanted to talk to you about the 12th. I didn't steal that car. Whoa. Mm, oh, we're going to have to take you in now. Yeah, like, we, we have to take you downtown to, to ask you some questions. I'm going to read from page... 192. Grover gazed down from his tree branch. Look, Percy, I'm not as smart as Annabeth. I'm not as brave as you, which, bullshit, because he's, he literally just talked about all the bravest satyrs mm-hmm. and, like, all the stuff that he's already done to show, like, in those moments of, like, real need, he has been brave. I digress. Mm. I'm not as brave as you, but I'm pretty good at reading emotions. You're glad your dad is alive. You feel good that he's claimed you, and part of you wants to make him proud. That's why you mailed Medusa's head to Olympus. You wanted him to notice what you've done. Clap back, Grover. It's like, (laughs) yo. Like, if you wanted to get analyzed. (laughs) Yeah. If you wanted to get analyzed. Talk to a satyr. Exactly. And Percy's like, yeah, well... Nuh-uh, stupid head. Because he doesn't really have anything to say to that. He's like, well, you're wrong. Have a snap. Yeah. Have a nap. And Grover's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Again. (laughs) And Percy's like, it's not like I've accomplished much. We're still stuck out here. Like, cue Kristoff singing Lost in the Woods from Frozen 2. (laughs) Can you imagine they're just like camping and then Kristoff just walks through with Sven. (laughs) He's just singing Lost in the Woods. (laughs) But you haven't even seen that yet, have you? The first one. You saw the first one. So Grover tells Percy that, you know what, I'll take first watch. Don't worry about it. Just go to sleep. And Percy goes to sleep. It takes him a second, lays down, gets to sleep. And he starts to have one of those awesome demigod dreams. I'm telling you that kid needs to stop eating cookies before bed. <laughs> it's just not okay. It's just not okay. So he's standing in a cavern surrounded by spirits. He knows that they're spirits. They're like whispering at him, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And... He's being compelled to move towards the very edge of this large chasm, okay? And he feels like something's down there trying to rise and pull itself out. And an ancient-sounding voice wraps around him and tells him that he was too weak and too young, but that maybe he'd do. And it's like, whoa, calm down, dude. We just met. (laughs) Can you buy me dinner first? Yeah, right. Like, dude... (laughs) You're going to insult me and then be like, oh, yeah, maybe you'll do. This isn't like, <laughs> Jesus, freaking rude. Yo, they're just coming at him left and right. right. Like, Percy has enough self-esteem issues. Can we just leave the poor kid alone for a hot second? <laughs> Jesus. So the voice t- tries to lure Percy into the, his chasm van, 
with promises of his mother being returned to him. Mm, we He's need like, Ashley hey, Flowers. Hey, little kid, I got your mother if you want to just hop into the van. Hi, crime junkies. <laughs> I'm your host, Ashley Flowers. Be weird. Be rude. Stay alive. <laughs> and today I got a weird case for you. It's about a boy. <laughs> I don't know. God, we stop. <laughs> so his mom appears, like literally like, an image of her appears, a glowing image, and she appears looking exactly as she had right as the Minotaur had his hand around her throat, like, right before she dissolved into that light. So it's like a replay of what happened that it's, night? It's like, it's like time frozen of, like, that moment happening. Oh, got you. And, like, she's even, like, screaming out her final go to Percy. And so then a force pulls Percy forward, but, you know, he stands his ground, and the voice offers him... The opportunity to bring him the ball to strike a treacherous blow at the gods they're just using him right even medusa has said that do not be a pawn of the gods oh another person has said this now. so now another like creepy van chasm dude is like yo just come over to my side everything will be all right you'll do <laughs> i mean you're young and weak but like you'll do it's like Voldemort's like wow neville <laughs> like, nobody wanted neville they're like Ooh. but like neville honestly a badass okay honestly so the spirits start to whisper and they get like a little frantic and they whisper for him to wake and his mother image fades and the force tightens his grip around Percy. And Percy realizes, and it's like pulling him in, but he realizes the force is using it, him to pull himself out like an anchor. Oh. He's using Percy. And Annabeth, and then Percy realizes the force that at the same time that he wakes up, he's getting shook, shaken awake, shooken. <laughs> he, he was shooketh. <laughs> he was and, struck a light. <laughs> and Annabeth, you know, he shakes him awake and, you know, tosses him a bag of nacho flavored chips as part of a balanced, heart healthy breakfast. I mean, they, one of the bags that they took from Auntie M's, Medusa's. I mean, out of all the food. Yeah, right? Like, she did cook for you guys already. Yeah. The least you could do is just steal all her shit. Honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. you already beheaded her. Right? Like, that poor freaking woman. And you grabbed chips? But she also tells Grover once he's, like, awake, he's like, that. She also tells Percy, once he wakes up, mm-hmm. that Grover went exploring and found a friend. He finds a friend. Oh, my in God. In the woods. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck now? But Percy looks over and he sees a, a pink stuffed, like, dirty stuffed animal in Grover's lap while he's sitting, like, cross-legged. But then he realizes it's not a stuffed animal. It's actually a pink poodle. Oh my god! Like a random dog, like an yeah, actual like dog. a like an actual dog. Just in the woods. Yeah, lost in the woods. A a poodle. Though. A pink poodle. Okay. Yeah, so. Never a dull moment. Huh? The poodle yapped at Grover, and they had like a mini conversation. And Percy's like, "Are you talking to that thing?" And I'm gonna read now from page. Uh, 195. He's like, are you talking to that thing? Grover says, this thing, Grover warned, is our ticket west. Be nice to him. You can talk to animals. Grover ignored the question. Percy, meet Gladiola. Gladiola? Percy. Gladiola. I stared at Annabeth, figuring she'd crack up at this practical joke they were playing on me, but she looked deadly serious. I'm not saying hello to a pink poodle, I said. Forget it. Percy, Annabeth said, I said hello to the pink poodle. You say hello to the pink poodle. Okay, we're on this together. The poodle growled. I said hello to the poodle. Exactly. 
<laughs> I had to read that part because that part cracks me up every time I read it. The poodle growls. I said hello to the poodle. Honestly, poodles are actually vicious. Like, they can be actually, mm-hmm. like, really temperamental dogs and very vicious. Like, say and people, hello. And people mistake that with bulldogs yeah. and, like, um, pit bulls. Yeah. And pit bulls are very gentle animals. Yeah. So, say hello to poodles. For real. Yeah. So, apparently, the poodle had run away from a shitty home. Probably because they named him Gladiola and dyed him pink. I mean, Out I'd run away to yeah, Out like of disrespect to the animal. Yeah, but they're rich jerks, so like yeah. But they posted a two hundred dollar reward for his return, so he was willing to go back to help a satyr out. Yeah, it's like I'll go back. Wow. You can get the reward. And look how quick they got money. Right, two hundred dollars. <laughs> so, Gladiola also Gladiola knew about the reward because duh, he read the signs. Okay, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of implications. Yeah, I'm here for this. So, Annabeth makes her plan. They agree to take the train instead of another bus, which is fair. Fair. Uh, And Gladiola tells them that the westbound train leaves at noon. They took a midnight train going anywhere. I can't. And goes on. No, no. I really thought for a second that. Strangers (laughs) waiting. Up and the down the boulevard, there's shadows surging in the night. Boom, doo, doo, doo. Okay. Okay, we're done. What are interesting things about this chapter? That's the end of the chapter. Wow. Um, Fun fact. It is now that I'm coming to awareness that one of his powers, Grover's powers, is talking to animals. Yeah. I had no knowledge. Yeah. Do you think he can speak? Squirrel? Do you think, like, him and Krunk could have a conversation? I think he would probably teach Krunk how to properly pronounce certain squirrels. Squeakity. Squeak. 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 Squeakers. (laughs) (laughs) The squirrels are just like... Squeakity. Squeak. Squeakers. (laughs) The squirrels are just sitting there like, in one squeak, you had 72 grammatical errors. I don't even know how that worked. Mm-hmm. You got to say it correctly. Squeak. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We're getting it's to... Squeak. Not squeak. I cannot with this. <laughs> we're literally having a whole segment on properly how to pronounce squeak. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, there's it's... a lot of interesting stuff in this chapter. Mind you, it's a short chapter, but yeah. like one, boom, you get to find out one of Grover's powers. Oh, two, actually. He could... He has an emotional... He has the same powers that Mantis has from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I actually don't know much about Mantis. Really? She, um... It's another word for telepathy, but it's with emotions. Empathy? Yeah. She has... That's her power. Okay. She could invoke or create another emotion out of you. Like, if you're happy, she could make you cry. Okay. Or she could make you upset. I could use that, actually. I could use a good cry lately. Oh, Girl, <laughs> like, go somewhere. The cinnamon whiskey just isn't doing it for me. Like, <laughs> Oh, wow, cinnamon whiskey? Yeah. Mm, that's rough. <laughs> that's oh. all I drink. All right. <laughs> Gotta love that whiskey life. Now. Trying to give myself a whiskey lullaby. <laughs> la, 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 la. What the fuck did you drink today? <laughs> My Ovaltine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't drink Ovaltine. Yeah, I was about to say, um... Now <laughs> we also we also find out Grover, uh, 
Because I was about to say, now it's time. Okay, what? <laughs> Grover was also the satyr that brought Annabeth. Uh-huh. Also, namely, by association, Luke and Thalia to camp. But we don't know that yet for sure, but we know that. But, like, that was part of the... Wasn't that part of the story? Yes, she went. Annabeth yeah. was telling it. That was her because she grew up with Luke and and the girl Talia when they were explaining the tree. So like he's got to figure that out too at the same time. Like no, for real. Um, and also that Grover's, what the searchers because he didn't know what the searchers license was before. Because he didn't ask, he's like, okay, Chiron said something about a searchers license, but he like didn't get into it. Now he knows it's to find the the wild god Pan. Mm-hmm. And, and that, he thinks it's like whoa, this is a. Suicide mission? Yeah. But, hey, man, do you. And that nobody else has ever returned. That was a, that was a good chapter. That was, that was a little bad. short, but good. It was short. Short and sweet. Now it's time for the lightning ball round. Lightning ball round! That was the second time me hearing the I, it's, lightning ball. It's fun. We got to gotta start doing stuff like that more. Oh, I'm... We have a whole little list of segments, things that we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. But, um... If somebody ever... No, I'll get to it in a second. Exactly. Exactly. So, do we have a question today? We only have one, actually, but... You don't have a question? Oh, no. I'm just... Not today. I'm always having questions. But it's your turn! What's your I question? Have, I ask the question every time, too. Never, ever, not my chair... Not my problem. What? Uh, you know what? I feel very put on blast here, and I don't appreciate it, but because we already did the awesome intro. Yeah. When Percy has that dream, and mm-hmm. he's standing in the chasm, did that, like, affirm for you that it, like, was Hades? Oh, wow. Like, that took the bolt? Wow. Um, give me a minute. To be honest with you, um, no. 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 Even in his dream, his dreams, mind you, if we're going to base this off when I first read the book and the second time, both times, like, his dreams were weird. Like, it wasn't computing in my head like that, but everything else in the book, everything that was going on in the book, I paint a picture, but it didn't hit me until he went to Underworld. Okay. That Hades were part of the big plan, too. Like, I, you know Hades a part of it, but you didn't know. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, oh, my God, because I thought I boxed that whole thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah. how about you? I'm, this is your same. I'm piggybacking off your um, it question. Was, it was weird. Uh, it was weird for me. Like, mm-hmm. I I was like, wait. Because, like like I said, I speak, I like was just blasting through it because mm-hmm. I was so interested in the book, especially by this point, that like I just went. And it wasn't until later, or at least like my second or third read-through, that I was like, oh, I see. He says... Bring the bolt to me and we can strike a treacherous blow. So like later on I was like, wait. Because they don't they don't exactly explain who it is that's talking. So I'm like, is this not Hades? So I wasn't I just wasn't sure. Like mm-hmm. like the first time I read it, the first time I read it, I was like, I was just going through and I was like, yo, Hades is like trying to like rise. Like I thought that was the symbolism right there. Hades was trying to use Percy to rise with the bolt. But I, I wasn't sure. Like, I, it didn't affirm no, for me. No, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I'm with you. But yeah, that ends the lightning ball round. Yeah. And pretty much ends this week's episode. 
Yeah, like, there's not much. There's not much. It's a short episode, guys. Yeah, there's no Iris message. That's what I was going to say earlier. There's no Iris message, but, like... And after it... what you did to me, I don't I don't even want to hear it right now. If At so... least not this episode. No, I'm going to give you a week off, but yeah. this, this episode, like, uh, I'm thinking in the future we have, like, like you know that, like, stars twinkling? Mm-hmm. Thing, like, or something like that, <laughs> like, whenever we do the Iris message segment, like, okay. introduce it. All right. What do you guys think? Let us know. Please. I... Send us an email and let us know. At Olympus Radio Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. And we will reply. Like, I have no other messages to reply to. So, like, if you want to send the... us a little short message saying what you ate this morning, that's also grand. Yeah, I'll talk to you about what I ate this morning. It was nothing. Mm. I got to keep my girlish figure. Okay. I have I'm kidding. Chicken, that's not it. Eat fried chicken. Oh, you eat for, you know what? It was from last night. Good protein, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, no, this... I do eat. I do eat. I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, you don't want people to mistake you for anything. Yeah, no. Okay, so this ends this week's episode. and But quick disclaimer, um, next week we will be taking a day off from recording because I am in the process of moving. Yay! And in the process of getting a new studio for our pro- uh, you know recording stuff. So yes. it's you... re- I'm really excited too because like he's getting his own house and everything mm-hmm. and it's like... It's popping. Yeah. It's it's exciting and nervous. I'm very I'm more nervous. I bet you are. I've never been a homeowner. So And now you are. Oh my god. Well, I'm Lucas. Wait. Oh. There's something I wanna say. So I've been listening to I listen to a lot of podcasts. I like to listen to podcasts and I promise this is a point and it'll wind around. Just give me a second. Mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts and this one that I listen to, I'm not gonna put them on blast or anything, but this one that I really like, it's actually a really popular podcast um they've had actual like show business interviewees on their show Mm -hmm. but the sound quality is subpar Mm. and it's it's a very but it's a very popular show like there's not many of it it's very popular like i said they've had like really high paid like high point like even a voice actor of this specific subject on their show. Wow. But the sound quality isn't great. However, I think about you and me, and I think about Olympus Radio, and I think about where we could be and where we could get to. And I just want to say, and I want to take this moment to thank you, Lucas, because you do everything in your power. You guys don't know, but he literally goes right after this recording, and he goes home and he just gets straight to work. It may be just because he needs time, to do yeah, other things. But it's better to just get out of the but way. But he gets it out of the way. And honestly, except for like maybe a few things of like our learning curve, I think this podcast sounds amazing. And I just want to thank really? you, Lucas. I want to thank you because thank you. you're putting out a good product for our listeners. And I really appreciate it. And, and I appreciate all that you do. And it's even more exciting because we're going to get that space at your new place. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to get better. So thank you, Lucas. I want to say thank you. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank, uh, thanks. I, I don't know what to say. You're welcome. Oh my god! No, well... thank you. <laughs> thank you. So no, much. no, no. Thank you. <laughs> okay, guys. I am Lucas, son of Hermes, and I'm Haley, daughter of Aphrodite. And this, um, whoa, whoa. that's it. Um, are we supposed to say something? Let's go to the plugs. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
If you like what you heard and want to follow us, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Olympus Radio Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Olympus underscore radio. And any fan stories or emails that you want to send us, you can send to Olympus Radio Podcast at gmail.com. We're also hosted on Anchor at anchor.fm slash Olympus radio. You can also find us on Spotify or any podcast platform by searching Olympus Radio in the search bar. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the podcast because it helps people find us and gets us to the top of the charts. I'm Lucas. And I'm Haley. And this is Olympus Radio. May May the the gods gods be be with you. you.